Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we're finally doing video because, well, we need to change shit up. Yeah. <laughs> so now you get to see all our ugly faces. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't speak for yourself. Oh, hey. I'm not that ugly. I mean, you're not as ugly as him, so I guess that's a plus. <laughs> Funny. It doesn't doesn't work that way. It's that's the opposite. Anyway, uh, hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, I am Mark of as always, and USA. This is Brandon. It's B Man, and I'm Zach. Zach and Miss Creepy Miss. All right. Uh, so, so, um, I think we have no horror movie news as far as we, we, we do have one piece of horror movie. Oh news. yes, yes. But yeah. before we we're super into, late to the party, by the way. Before we get into that, though, in honor of our yes. first video podcast, which unfortunately because of our current camera setup, we can't really show it off too much. We've got a bunch of horror posters up here, some horror memorabilia, Camp Crystal Lake flag. Up here, off screen, we actually have the no parking notice. Yes. That we you yes. Know, you know what you should have shot this nightmare. with your super wide lens, the fisheye. Yeah. Okay. And then we'd like see everything and over there and over there and, and over there. there. You'd somehow see Jill, even though she's in a completely different state. <laughs> yeah, the the, the fisheye sees all. It's the all seeing eye. So yeah, this is actually a really, really cool setup. Um, uh, we, uh, Brandon and I ruined Brandon and Zach's walls. Um, there's yeah. a lot of holes behind these posters. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Uh, you're not the Italian plumber you once uh, uh, portrayed to be. Good luck getting that security deposit back. Uh, yes, in honor of this, uh, we have some Universal Monster themed shot glasses. Nice, nice, very And nice. we also have some red drink here in place of blood. Some red drink. Our choice being Mountain Dew Code Red. Because so, we're a bunch of nerds. The, uh, we would have done liquor, but there's no liquor store nearby, so we were lazy and were like, fuck it, just do it with the Code Red. Yeah. And I do not drink alcohol, so there we go. So he says. Yeah, yeah, we're deal. Zach? Alrighty. This is some good stuff. It's happening. Here is Invisible Man for you. Nice. Doing shots of Code Red. Because we're in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> And Halo 2 just came out. <laughs> Did Halo 2 come out while I was in middle school or was that high school for me? Middle school. Mark, I'll give you Frankenstein. Thank you, sir. And for myself. I am the monster. The Wolfman. And he is just, actually, which is hilarious because you're not really that hairy. No, he has no hair on his body. I have hair on my body. No, he doesn't. And okay. <laughs> Gentlemen. Nostrovia. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Absolutely. Ugh. Wow. Yeah! Sugar. Tastes, tastes like virginity and hours of video games. Anyway. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Alright, so, hey, that was an awesome little shot. Brandon, do you want to talk about your uh, horror movie news? <sighs> <laughs> I've, I've never awesome. been so happy about the, a sentence like this existing. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson starring in Chris Rock's Saw. So we're going to hear Samuel Jackson scream motherfucker a lot. Oh, so much. There's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely nothing wrong with that. So there how do you think he's going to get killed? Is it going to be via testicles? Or is he going to be the killer? Or is he going to be the cop hunting the killer? He's going to die. Because Jigsaw is has been dead for a while. I actually never saw 
the, the new Jigsaw, so I don't know what... Jigsaw's been dead since part three. Mm-hmm. I'm actually and totally okay with either one. Totally look, fine with either one. I just want to see Samuel Jackson get murdered in a Saw movie so he could just scream motherfucker a hundred times. Because that's the whole point of it. That's the whole reason he's in the movie. He's going to get murdered and he's going to scream the word motherfucker a lot. Totally okay with that. Totally okay with that. All he's going to do. I, I, you know what? I would be fine in any situation where he just says motherfucker. For all we know, he could be in the movie for just five minutes and that's all that's going to happen. I'd be like, all right, movie's great. Cool. Dude, just do a glorified cameo? Yeah. Dude, like the opening, he, like the opening scene. Like the opening first kill would be Oh, him. like Drew Barrymore and Scream. Yes. Absolutely. And for once, I didn't make a Scream reference. Ha <laughs> There's a first time for everything, Which, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I can't remember. Did we talk about that screen I, trailer I, I on the last I, I don't episode? Want to talk about oh, no, we're not. No. no. Uh, Do we want to? Uh, I, I'm not a Scream fan, so... I, I, I would like... These to, are the two Scream fans here. Uh, I personally don't I like, like the series. I would like to touch on it briefly, because right. I have a rant. That, that, is, uh, um, that I, is your guys' I, deal right I'll, there, not mine. I'll, I'll actually... I'll just say one thing, because I know you had a stronger rant. I'm, I'm obviously hurt by it. I'm a massive Scream fan. Uh... It makes no fucking sense. Just the, the, it, it's like it's season three yeah, or so part three, but like it's a completely new. Yeah, story. that's my rant. It's so it doesn't make any sense. Have you watched the MTV series? I didn't. Have not watched the MTV. Surprisingly series. good. Really? Um, okay. It's uh, much like the Arrowverse of DC shows. It's surprisingly good, but there are some moments where the CW leaks in. Yeah, and then of course the MTV leaks in. You know, yeah, so how many times is he going to do that exercise? Yeah, so the, uh... seasons, seasons one and two of Scream, uh, the first half of season two particularly. Okay, really good. Nice, nice, um, nice, nice, nice. They don't use the iconic ghost face mask because there was some kind of rights issue with it, I believe, at mm. the time. Okay, uh, so there's a new mask, completely different characters from the movies. Um, <laughs> I bet. But yeah, it, it's surprisingly really good. What I like about it is it actually takes the time to mourn the loss of the characters as they get killed. Mm. Because like when you only have a 90-minute, two-hour movie, you got to keep moving, moving, moving. Okay. Uh, whereas in the show, because you have episodes week to week, char- deaths affect characters' lives. Which, which actually is my only biggest critique of all of the horror, or the, the Scream sequels, mm-hmm. is they don't really mention or mourn the losses yeah. of the previous The first characters. one had that a little bit. A little as bit. As much as it could have Correct. in a sub two hour running time. It, yeah, I mean it, they didn't have time to, to, to mourn or figure that out, but uh, but as the sequels progressed, I think that's the one thing that was my biggest complaint. I was like, especially with, with Dewey, um, yeah. uh, you know, he never really mourned the loss of his sister. He actually just needed him to talk about it. Especially when was it, a perfect opportunity for him to talk about it would have been in four, but he just never covered it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Why why did you not do that? But that's my biggest complaint with the horror movie. But yeah, it's a very good couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the Halloween special that ended season two was a little disappointing. Because mm. uh, there was really only one scene that advanced the story. Mm. And going into my little mini rant here. So season three, I guess, is no longer season three. It's something else. And now it's on VH1 and not MTV. Um, completely new characters, it looks like. At one point, back when it was going to be season three on MTV, Tony Todd was going to be in it. And it that would have been I don't know if that's still true for this. It doesn't look like it is, which is disappointing. Well, considering he can't commit to, to starring in any horror movie, for that matter. Uh, and um, That's so sad. I, it is. It is. It is very sad. It, it just... We had two seasons of setup, and I thought it was a good setup. 
uh, I was really looking forward to season three. I really was. Mm. Uh, season three was going to, I felt like, like it was going to be a three season arc essentially. Okay. And especially, even though the Halloween special season two didn't really advance the story that much, the little tease it had for what was to come excited me based on what happened in the story previously. Okay. Uh, and now it looks like we're not going to get an ending. It looks like we're just going to get some, I don't even know what to call it. It looks like a cash-in. Yes. Yes, it It does. looks like nothing more than a cash-in. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea. You know, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't, nothing makes sense about it at all. It just, it just, it just is. And then the only good part about it is, is obviously they're getting the iconic ghost face mask back. But that's, that's it. That's it. Does it, it does like the story and anything in the trailer doesn't make any sense at all and it's coming from somebody who hasn't even watched the MTV show quick question was the mask even in the MTV no 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 no, no, no. they um it was a completely different uh, show I, I, he was talking about earlier for rights or whatever the case yeah, may yeah. be is anybody else so yeah I mean it is what it is um I mean it's hard because Wes is gone so I, I don't know you know there's not as many uh, I mean um, the writers still, you know, still around and everything else. But Wes brought it, brought it something um, really, really important. So, a scream without Wes Craven is, is a little hard to, to swallow. Obviously, you said the he's MTV. He's done all the movies. He yeah. has done all the movies, and I, and I know that MTV you said was really good. Um, I guess I just personally can't, I can't see a, a scream without Wes Craven. It's hard yeah. for me. I mean, they honestly could have probably called it something else, mm. um, but they really do. Se- the second season really does harken back to the spirit of the movies. Okay. The first season, there are a few nods here and there, uh, particularly like the opening scene of the series is essentially an updated version of the Drew Barrymore scene. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the first season honestly probably could have been called something else. But the second season, which got new showrunners, uh, that one really does kind of capture the spirit of the original movies. Mm-hmm. And it made me excited for the conclusion of season three. But obviously, too, I mean, if... Um, we should do a trailer react if they come up with another, another yeah. trailer for that. We should. Sure. we should. Are we really going to be those people? We should. I don't think we, we should. We should. And we'll figure out later who uh, who loses that bet. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I besides that though, I don't know. There's not really anything too exciting going on um on the horror movie spectrum just yet. Um, uh, as far as I know, Zach, anything? Yeah. You caught anything else interesting? No, I'm on vacation for about a week, so I'm very much out of the loop. And that's where a lot of these coll- lovely collectibles over here came from. Uh, that Zach picked up at uh, at the convention that he was at. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, so, we can get cracking into today's uh, horror genre. We're going to do a horror nature, or animals of the animal kingdom, uh, which is a redundant sentence. The uh, uh, Yes, I'm self-aware of that that is, in fact, a redundant sentence. He's become sentence. self-aware. <laughs> Everyone run. Kill him, kill him with fire. <laughs> uh, so, um, I know Brandon always has the longest list. Um, but, uh, since Zach introduced us, um, uh, we'll go ahead and give Zach the, the first round of, of choosing. Um, I know he's got three movies that he wants to talk about, so, uh, go ahead and shoot for it, buddy. Alright, has anybody ever heard of a movie called Deep Rising? <laughs> I sure shit have. I love him. I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Okay. We're gonna have to change that at some point. So, Deep Rising, the animal in this is a very strange, mutated 
prehistoric octopus? Yes, it, is, in fact, it is, in fact, an octopus. Yeah, a weird, mutated, prehistoric octopus, I guess you could say. And it invades a cruise ship and brutally murders the ever-loving shit out of the in- all the inhabitants. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. Maybe it, like it's, 10 it's a very visually appealing movie, but another thing that makes it are the two lead characters. Yes. Cannot remember the two lead characters' names. But it, but just for everybody's reference, uh, Benny from The Mummy is in this movie. Yes. Which is super great. And he plays pretty, pretty much the he same He plays the same character. character. He's the same fucking character. Yeah. It, and also the same director of, uh, of yeah, The Mummy. We, we is just the same learned that right of, before this episode. Deep Rising. Um, the director who did the first two Mummy movies, the good ones, yes. also did Deep Rising. Uh, uh, Deep Rising. They also did Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. I enjoyed that. Uh, sure. I. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie it was I, a fun movie I I enjoyed it as well um uh, Brandon not uh the uh, but yeah no, that's that's a, a, an excellent pick that the movie is is this fucking fantastic Jean Grey was in it yeah Famke Jensen no kidding or Jensen oh uh, that is awesome <laughs> gotta raise the brightness on my phone so I can actually read he's blind folks uh you're not too far off there yeah the uh, uh Jimon he, Hansu is also in it with a... What the hell is that? Uh, Blood Diamond. Oh yeah, he's been in a bunch of movies, dude. Yeah. The um, uh, one of my favorite movies, Gladiator. But uh, but yeah, no. He was he, a Gladiator. He was a yeah. Gladiator. Yeah. Oh shit. The as Russell uh, Crowe's uh, fellow um, uh, buddy Gladiator. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you yeah, know, Deep Rising is the be- one of the best B movies I've ever seen. I, I wouldn't even say it's entirely a B movie. I'd say it's. Partially in between a good movie and a B movie. So it's a, it's, so it's a B plus, A minus. Uh, yes. So uh, B plus, A minus rating. That's yeah. a new rating, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, B the, plus, A minus. The, that's not necessarily the rating, but type of movie. Um, uh, the, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's fucking fantastic. It's a giant octopus killing people, and it literally sucks. It uh, has hundreds of tentacles that just suck the life out of people. Pretty much sucks you up. Skins you, eats all the flesh and stuff, and then spits out the bones later. It 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 basically is digesting you. So you actually yeah. see bones spat out. Yes. Yes, and then you also see somebody that's been half digested yes. as well. Because hmm. um, they cut one of the tentacles open midway, and it's like, oh. And how? And, and the gore effects great. CGI and the monster not so great. It doesn't. It, it doesn't hold up as much as it should. No, but this what, movie like was 96, like 98, something give like or take, so, uh, somewhere between ninety five and two thousand. And and actually a pretty um, satisfying monster kill at the end, and and also a very uh, satisfying cliff, cliffhanger ending. No, I'm not gonna say that's satisfying because I did want a sequel, but we never got one. Oh, I would have loved a sequel. I loved, loved a sequel. One. It. It's a damn shame we, we never got we, a sequel. We did get a sequel. It was King Kong Skull Island. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sequel to that movie. The uh, they they literally spoiler alert. They they literally um, as they when they kill the monster, uh, he takes a shotgun to the to the squid's eye, which is super dope. Uh, and then they land on an island, and they all uh, like swim up. I think Jean Grey, Benny, and the lead all swim up to this island, and they think they're safe. And then all of a sudden, you hear giant monster noises. From uh, <laughs> from the island, and you're like, oh shit, this is an island of monsters, hmm. and we're all fucked, and then it ends, which is super great. It leaves you wanting more, but you oh, never get more, which so, is sad. So much more. It's it's a it's a really really fun B flick monster movie with a lot of good effects. Uh, it's definitely a good thing. Actually, put enough saw an article today today of all of all things. That's what it, um, they said. It's the it's the best movie you've never seen. 
Definitely uh, one of them. One of definitely up. There I still own my VHS copy today. The um, saw so with with my dad and my and my stepmom on a whim. We saw <laughs> like we saw it available and on demand, and we're like, well, let's go check this out. And, and, and on so, demand. And on demand. You guys saw it late. Yeah, it, oh, much late, dude. It was, um, uh, and we were like, this is awesome. Why have we not known about this? This is a great monster flick. It is. The, it's um, uh, so, but uh, any other thoughts on, on Deep Rising? Oh, uh, it's a fun movie. Great gore, shitty monster CGI, but at the end of the day, it's still a very fun movie to watch and a decent story. Like I said, A plus, B minus. No. <laughs> Fucking Strike hell. that, reverse it. Uh, yeah, well, whatever the hell he said. A minus B plus. There you go. He's got the words. Because words are hard sometimes. Indeed, they are. It is public education. Anyway. Yes, public education. Indeed. Uh, but uh, all right, cool, Zach. Uh, what's what's your next flick? Uh, Piranha three D. <laughs> Not to be confused with Piranha three double D or or the two D DVD release Piranha double D. I don't know which one of those is a porno. Uh, kind of all of them. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Yeah, uh, just, I guess the simplest answer I could give to you for this one is Fish, Tits, and Blood is really all this movie is. What's, what's, one, what's the one with Vin Reams where he grabs the back of a, a boat propeller? Part one. Part one. He's in part two, he's just missing his legs. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> super awesome. Still haven't seen part two, though. I want to see part two because it's like... Let's just take the ridiculousness and wrap it up to a hundred. And what's the one with where Christopher Lloyd has a cameo at the end? I think that's he's in like, both of them. Yeah, he's in both of them. He's in both of them. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 them. The, he's the one who's just like this species of piranha went extinct ten thousand years yeah. ago. So, so essentially, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't seen any of the piranhas, also wait, Richard Dreyfuss is at the beginning yeah, of the first piranha movie. What? Yeah. He yeah. gets sucked into a tsunami of uh, piranhas. You don't actually see him die, but he's a, he's just kind of the angry old fisherman, just like and rah. he's just kind of drunkenly singing that song they sing in Jaws. Yeah, uh, Hooper was supposed to die in the original Jaws, so I guess they finally got, got him. Yeah, they finally got he him. He didn't die by a great white named Bruce. He died by a bunch of piranhas named Jimmy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the uh, so by the way, the the basically the central plot of that it's really really simple. It's it's a giant lake, and a earthquake happens below the lake, uh, which actually opens up to a prehistoric lake below there, and then the piranhas come up. It's basically That's a it. more entertaining version of the Meg. Actually, yes. Sure. Because you know what? Sure. The CGI and the gore in this movie is really good, which is the reason why I enjoy it so much. CGI and Meg is, well, fucking terrible, but and also the movie's terrible. And this one, it's it knows... Piranha 3D knows it's ridiculous. And it plays off that. Blood, guts, gore, tits, and fish. Alright? That's all you need to know. That's, that's From it. the director of the Hills of Eyes remake, I, I did not expect it to be as ridiculous as it was. Never saw the Hills of Eyes remake. Because like really. he also did High Tension. Both of those are pretty serious horror movies. Yeah, well, Hills of Eyes have always been very, very serious. Yeah, it's very so serious. It's, uh, surprised at how funny Piranha 3D was. Well, you know, you know, have you guys ever actually seen it? What? Well, well, you've seen it. Have you seen? I've it? seen. A, a, I've seen the first one, dude. I've seen at least a half an hour of every single one, and in my memory, they've all kind of blurred together at this point. <laughs> So I was like, so which one was that? Was that the James Cameron one? Dude, I just I remember like scenes of each one, and they all seemed to like blend together, which is an odd thing to say. But that's why I remember the Christopher Lloyd cameo, but I don't remember the Richard Dreyfuss cameo. I remember the thing with Vin Rames. I remember the plot of the prehistoric (laughs) things below it. I I remember a couple like like it's it's funny how they all seem to blend together. 
but I don't care because they're really fun. The um, It's a bunch of teenagers on a boat in a lake in the middle of spring break, and they all get murdered by fish. And well, it looks like spring break. Yes. Like, they didn't, yes. Shoot, they didn't shoot it as, like, some gray and brown, super serious horror movie. Like, I... Bright there colors. was color and a lot of red. Yeah. Which is the best part. A lot of red and blue. A lot of color. A lot of color. It's very, very bright. Very bright movie. A lot of red. But yeah, it's a, it's it's fun. It's a fun thing. I think it's fun. Zach, any any last uh, minute uh, um, comments on that? Blood, bloody water. Yes. <laughs> and squirrels. Squirrels. Uh, the um. Uh, so all right, Zach. What's your last and final one? A deep blue sea. <laughs> God, you hit you, you hit my bird, motherfucker. <laughs> Blows up my kitchen. Yeah. It's got to be one of the best B-movie horror scenes oh in cinematic history. God, there's so many good lines in that. Dude, uh, the one line I remember, though, from Samuel L. Jackson is, how smart can he be? He's pissing in the wind. We've got <laughs> to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, did he ever get a motherfucker out in that movie? No. No, no, no okay. he did not. So that's two movies he yeah. didn't get a motherfucker out so in. So what's Deep Lucy about? Uh, people making Mako Sharks intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I cannot stress that enough. The amount of people who think it's Great Whites in that movie just pisses me off. It's not Great Whites, it's Mako's! Yeah, there's, it's a, it's an interesting, it's, it's, it's such a ridiculous movie. Yeah, let's make sharks intelligent. Yeah, to, to do something with Alzheimer's? Uh, I think I, it that's was what either, they were doing down there? Yeah, I believe it was Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah I, they were trying to cure Alzheimer's and, uh, yeah, everything goes to hell. For real, uh, the uh, oh my god, it, just the ridiculousness of how people die in that movie is is, is ridiculous. Yeah, the uh, the visual effects are half good, half bad. You know, there are times where there was effort put into it. There were times where it's like, well, it was the nineties. Wait, was it the nineties or was it early early two thousand? Stand by. Yeah, and and it still it, dude, that whole scene with Samuel Jackson is still like one of the most what the fuck moments in film history. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay, 99. still nineties, ninety CGI, so it's passable. The uh, and then uh, it's uh, uh, and then Samuel Jackson um, and then LL Cool J and the guy you who killed my bird and and Punisher. <laughs> Um, That's Thomas right. Jane. The Punisher Thomas, Thomas was Jane. in it. Tom, the Punisher was the lead in it. Except he had like beach, like a um, bright a blonde hair in it. Literally the same hair from fucking Beyond the Pines. <laughs> like that bright yellow. You go, holy shit, dude. That's crazy. The Keith Sutherland called from the '80s. He wants his hair back, bro. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. What you doing? The um, why he I think has... he really wanted to be in Baywatch. Why he must have because I have no idea why. There's no purpose of why he has that hair. It's look, just it cuts. worked for the movie. It worked for his character. He's a shark expert, all right. He, sure. he knows his shit. Sure. When you're out on the water, you gotta have that hair, that body, that everything. Because hey, it's not like he was ripping piercings off of people at that time, all right. No, that's true. That's yeah. True. That was like what five, six years later. The, uh, After his family got murdered, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Five years later, and then he and he gave a mobster son a math lesson, the uh, which is still one of my favorite kills. That's like, so yeah, just, just sitting there and everything. Else. You look like a tough kid. Um, uh, you probably work out. How about uh, symmetrics? Uh, this uh, this this mine is about uh, eight pounds and everything else. Um, not very heavy, but with an extended arm. Hell of a workout. And then he walks outside and kills John Travolta. Um, hooked up to the back of a car while he uh, strategically blows up a bunch of cars in the parking lot to make an aerial view of the Punisher skull in the parking lot. 
you can see I've watched that movie a few times. It's the, a good movie. It's, 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 it's a fun movie. So, so yeah, any any other thoughts on uh, Deep Blue Sea, brother? Uh, it's another fun movie with uh, sharks in it. So, yeah, go watch it if for some reason you haven't. Don't watch the second one. Damn cats. Pretty little munchkins of cuteness. Alright. And we're back from Zach releasing his cats. Yeah. <laughs> Release the cats. Release the kittens! Release the cats. So... All right, I guess I'll go next because I know you always get a you always get a list, so I'll just do mine. Uh, my first one is Eight Legged Freaks, uh, which have either one of you seen Eight Legged? Oh Freaks? yes. If we times. haven't, there's a problem. Yeah, dude. I, oh my god, I, love I actually that watched movie. it again pretty recently. Really, really? really? It's on Netflix. Uh, that is awesome. I did yeah. not know that. I will be watching that uh, very recently because it's actually been a little bit. You will be watching it very recently. Yes. Uh, Words. Because that makes sense. The, you know you don't get you don't have a leg to stand on with your words. You know right? I kind of have two legs to stand and, on. Look and, at them, they're pretty great. And your sentence structure. Anyway, uh, A Legged Freaks is is an awesome movie. It is about a, a small town in I guess in like the desert somewhere in Arizona. Something like that. Something like that in the southwest. Uh, a a chemical factory spills a bunch of chemicals onto a group of spiders and they grow gigantic. Um, and then they attack the town. It has uh, David Arquette and a young Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the and then and Dougie Doug. Yes, indeed. <laughs> of Cool Runnings fame. Which is ridiculous. Um, it is. It, all right. It is very much like Piranha. It knows how ridiculous it actually is. Um, it is a lot of fun. It, the spiders mumble to each other. They, 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 they do. They're talking to each other. They become self-aware. That's <laughs> <laughs> just when he's at the tower at the very end. like, And he's on the radio. He's like, they, they're eight-legged freaks! And the guy below is like, you're goddamn right they are! Um, uh, oh my god, it's such a fun movie. And actually um, has, and surprisingly, like halfway in between, has a really awesome uh, motocross I was about to it. That. It, it's, it's actually like I was like oh this is really good and yeah, it has no you can see giant spiders take dirt bike douchebags like wham, wham. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it is and it's actually a really well choreographed dirt bike it really is. Is. And, and I'm like I'm like that's weird why is that in there well there's just also a highly budgeted B-rate horror movie oh absolutely I'm um, pretty sure they didn't intend for it to be that way but it just kind of curious what the budget was yeah was... again when you're trying to make a B-movie it's 30 million. Fail. 30 million. Made 30 million. 45 million at the box office, which yeah. is actually. That's, that's not a matter of return. What year was that? Uh, that was like. 2002. 2002. 2002. It's a lot of fun. Any any uh, any thoughts on Eight Legged Freaks? Uh, it is hysterical. Oh, it's it, oh it's yeah. ridiculous. It's S- absolutely. It's such a ridiculously fun movie. The um, uh, Brennan? Uh, I love it. it the, Freaking giant spiders. Uh, <laughs> wreaking havoc. It's not as bloody as you would hope, but it's it is still only a PG-13. It is only PG-13. Yeah. But, uh, that, that's the most depressing part about it is it does have that PG-13 rating it has to stick to, but it's still a fun movie. Dude, there are a couple creepy scenes, though, especially when they're starting to get into the uh, the caves and everything else, and they find all the all, everybody's been cocooned yep. and everything else. Things get really eerie down there. I liked uh, David Arquette's character. Like, I love David Arquette. I liked Arquette's that character. he actually had an arc. Yeah, he actually had a story. He did. Um, he did. It, the movie did kind of have what I call Salem's Lot syndrome, where you, they, they actually spend time with the characters in the first half before you know everything goes nuts the, the and you actually care about what happens to people. I mean, look at Mandy. Yeah. 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 It's it has a pseudo anticlimactic ending, 
Um, uh, they, you know, some people show up and then the problem's kind of fixed. Yeah. Um, but besides that, it's 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 a it's a, it's a fucking blast of a movie. Um, I highly highly recommend it. Um, uh, the, my my second movie is actually a movie I've I've been I've watched I first watched when I was like ten or nine. Watched it several times since then, and I still love it. Is Lake Placid. That was my first Betty White movie. The, uh, who, oh my god, Betty White had so that many was, good yeah, fucking lines in that movie. That was my introduction to Betty White. Oh my surprisingly. god, this is where I tell you to suck, suck it. it. I'm like, oh, I'm about, okay, <laughs> damn. Well, 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 okay then. That's well, that's something. The um, uh, it, it was definitely a. I'm actually looking for it right now because I wanted to go over it. Essentially, what it is is uh, is a movie about a giant alligator that is in a uh, in a lake in Lake Placid up in I'm assuming Maine or somewhere out there. Maine in, in the just, north. You're just gonna assume My, it's Maine. I'm, uh, I'm gonna assume it's Maine. Um, I've done uh, horrible things to the Tourist Bureau of Maine, including <laughs> especially Stephen King. Actually, Stephen King's done worse things for the Bureau of of Tourism. For Stephen Maine. King like, is what? the whole reason that place uh, is just no. It, it, pretty much setting all of his all of his novels in Maine. All the awful shit happens in Maine. Um, Maybe uh, that's just Maine. Have you ever been to Maine? Yeah, I have not been to Maine, okay, so then. it may be a shithole. Somebody from well, Maine, Maine, comment on this to zone. And let me know if it's a shithole. Um, it has, um, of course, uh, Mr. Bill Pullman, who plays the sheriff of, of a local town, um, and Betty White, and then also... Um, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Um, Mr. Oliver Platt. Um, uh, it, it's, and actually, he's a weird, eccentric millionaire who like who follows around? He's such a sleaze. And, and yeah, he's a sleazy guy, but he's also an eccentric millionaire who who follows a religion about about uh, crocodiles and how they're the the one true justice in the universe. And he believes it even more because when he's in the water, he doesn't get fucking eaten by the, by the crocodile. The um, it, essentially the whole movie is them just trying to capture this crocodile. Uh, that's a prehistoric uh, crocodile. It's giant. Uh, a lot of people get eaten, and it's pretty awesome. It's an awesome uh, nature monster movie. Um, I highly recommend it. It's a, there was also Bridget Fonda in that, right? I think so. I think I think that was a Bridget. Um, I don't. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that was Bridget Fonda. No kidding. The uh, that's funny. Which uh, you know who directed Lake Placid? I do not know that. Steve Miner. Yeah, I mean, we do have actually. Um, uh, we'll definitely. And there was alligator written by John Sales. Like I said, it's the only good alligator. <laughs> over. Um, I haven't seen Crawl yet, but I'm going to. At and, some point. and then, and definitely stay tuned for a review of that in the next uh, next week, week or so, week or yeah, so. Yeah, give or take fifty yeah, yeah. feet. We'll, we'll probably uh, do a review as soon as we're done. Yeah, we'll just just so you know, this is the only Lake Placid you need to worry about. The twenty other Lake Placid movies that Sci-Fi keeps releasing. For some goddamn reason. Don't bother with those. Yeah. I don't know how those keep getting made, but they do. I, because, I don't know. Re- like how, reasons. Because they have the rights. And, like, and money. Money will do that. I, I just want to know who's watching those movies. People that like really bad straight to sci-fi movies. It must be. I don't know. Alright, all right. and, and my last one um, uh, is, I, I guess, is is not always a popular opinion by a lot of people, but I thoroughly enjoy it. I enjoy it for what it is and what it was, um, is The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, I, I think it was a landmark film in what it did uh, and what it started within that genre. Obviously, you know, um, this is pre-Psycho. So, but he was. No, it's after Psycho. Is it after Psycho? Yeah, Psycho is nineteen sixty. Birds is sixty three. Oh no, shit. Okay. All right. Um. Well, I, I stand corrected. Um. I 
I actually I love the film. I think it's really, really well done. It is there times when it doesn't hold up? Of course. Um, is there times when when the effects are not as good? Of course it is. It's 1963. But um, overall, it's it's one of my favorite Hitchcock movies. Um, although I have a lot of them, um, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and and actually the last scene of the whole movie I think is really unsettling when they just drive off and, drive off and there's no the birds, there's so. no fucking sound no music it's just the birds just chilling and watching and watching them leave and like like maybe we'll let you leave alive or maybe we won't you don't know it's fucking crazy the um Which the premise is the most basic premise it could possibly get it's oh yeah birds just start attacking people pretty much it's it's like the crazies except with birds that's it. That's, yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no rhyme or reason about why they do it. They just. There's like a pseudo thing about like two birds in a cage, mm. and like it's kind of it's 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 kind of flimsy. But like there's a lot of people that theorize that that's part of the reason why they became crazy is because these two birds were their leaders and they're trapped in there. But I'm not gonna get into too much crazy fan theory. But that's I mean that that is one of my uh, one of my favorites um, uh, around. So I I would highly you know. Highly recommended. It. It's a great film. I really like the uh, Simpsons spoof. <laughs> uh, of course, when, you like the Simpsons spoof. Of course, I do. He likes um, the Simpsons. Period. Anything that's yeah. Simpsons, it's just like I like. It's brand Not religion. everything. There are some things I've done that I don't like. Sure, there is. The Lady Gaga episode was terrible. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah. It's uh, gonna be that. But yeah. Um, so yeah, it's they had Maggie at a daycare center. And pretty much the uh, operator of the daycare center wouldn't let the babies have their passes have their pacifiers. Mm. So it's kind of like a great escape type situation with Maggie just trying to you know instead of escaping just get the babies their pacifiers. So after she finally breaks into I guess the the locked up cabinet with the pacifiers in it, uh, all the babies have are sucking on their pacifiers and Homer comes to pick up Maggie, and there's just all these babies. Just sitting and standing there like the birds, and they're just sucking the pacifiers. It's like no sound except for the sucking sounds, just oh. echoing through the daycare. And Homer just kind of walks slowly, picks up Maggie, slowly backs out, has Bart and Lisa back out too. Does <laughs> <laughs> not say a single word, just utterly freaked out. This is weird. And then when they leave, you see Alfred Hitchcock walk by, walking his dogs. <laughs> nice. Because he always of made course. a cameo. You know what, though? Hold on. If anybody walked out their front door and then saw, like, 2,000 fucking birds just chilling and staring at you, anybody would kind of be freaked out about just that. Just like, eh, I'm calling off work today. Yay. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to come in today. Um, why? Because there's 2,000. Just takes a picture. See you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> if there is one. Yeah. <laughs> if the, the birds don't take over the world. The, uh, is that, is that, did you see the birds? No. No, never, never saw the birds? We gotta, not a big Hitchcock fan. He does not watch anything that was made before 2003. Oh. Well, that's... You want to repeat uh, that? That's, un, that's unaccurate. <laughs> it's anything before, like, 1970, actually. More like 70. 65. 65. What's, what was in 65? Oh, uh, there's a few good movies that came out. Or 69, I don't know. The, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Um, I, it, again. Unless it's Evan and Costello, of course. Well, it's, it's, I mean, of course. The, uh, I mean, I definitely give that. So, um, Brandon, since Zach hasn't seen it, any, any final thoughts on the birds? It's a good Hitchcock movie. Mm. 
um, doesn't really hold up as well as some of his others. True. But the innovation is there for the time. Mm -hmm. And there are some very memorable moments. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the ending, of course. Yeah. The, um, like, yeah, that's, those are, and those are my three, um, my, those are my three, uh, favorite ones. I got a few, uh, ones in and out of there. Um, there's a couple of really, uh, campy animal movies that I enjoy, but besides that, those are my three favorite. Um, and that's what I'm sticking to. Um, and B-Man, I know you got a list. Um, I have a list, but surprisingly, there's really only one that, uh, I really have enough info to talk about, I guess. That hasn't already been chosen? That hasn't already been chosen, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like there are a lot that I like, but there's also a lot of them that I like that I haven't seen in forever. Okay. Cause it's like, I know they're good, but I haven't seen them in years. Mm. So I can't really talk about them that much. Um, like I really like arachnophobia going off of the giant spiders. Yeah. Okay. John Goodman has a crazy exterminator taking on spiders. It's awesome. Uh, you have George A. Romero's monkey shines about a monkey. Oh, I never even heard of that. Basically there's a disabled person, uh, so he has one of those helper monkeys, and the monkey mm. tries to, you know, mm. kill him. Uh-huh. Um, Naturally. Okay. There's Hiss, which was actually the first movie produced by the two producers of Jaws. Interesting. Basically, really? Snake People. I have it on Blu-ray if you want to watch it. Um, there's Them, Giant Ants, 1954. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, a lot of those 50 drive-in movies have a lot of those, like, yeah. giant whatever. Uh, Cat... Is- is Mant on that list? Mant. <laughs> no, I don't. I've never even heard of that. We'll show you what Mant is sometime. Do I want to? Yes, know? yes it's a do. great movie. The uh, the last time the last time you see it's one. Hold on, it's not a movie. It's a movie within a movie. The the last time you said you want to see something and everything else, it was Society, and I don't ever see that again. This is not Society. Okay. Uh, ba- basically, so in 1993, there was a movie called Matinee starring John Goodman. Oh, you were going to show me that yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, We actually showed Marcus the other night. Nice. And John Goodman is releasing a movie called Mant in that movie. Nice. Okay. Um, Cat People, uh, the original Wolfman, I guess. King Kong, the original. Oh, of course. Um, oh, of course. King Kong. Which one? Out of all the King Kongs, including Kong Skull Island, which one is your guys' favorite? Peter Jackson. Same here. It's hard for me to choose between the original 33 and the Peter Jackson one. Because yeah. I, I love both of them for different reasons. The, I mean, the original 33, for what it did, was, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. amazing. Like, I'll respect it for what it did, but at the end of the day... But it's still a very good movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I still watch I'm, Peter the, Jackson. The original over. was intended to scare, whereas the Peter Jackson one is a romance epic. It's... Like, sure. they're, they're both trying to be completely different things... And because of the, and because I like them both so much, it's just hard for me to choose one above the other. And I actually did not expect Jack Black to be as good as he did yeah. in the Peter Jackson one. I didn't. I thought he, I thought it was going to be kind of like, eh, you know. But I thought his performance was really good, considering. I think that movie blew expectations out of the water in every way, shape, and form. That movie was phenomenal. And, and you know what the funny thing is that people just didn't know what to do with it at the time. Like yeah. they're, they're like, it was kind of a weird thing. They're like. It, like I think everybody already assumed and made up their mind that like oh it's gonna be kind of shitty you know because we shouldn't see it. I don't think there wasn't a lot of promotional stuff. That I was Peter... gonna say really because I went into I was looking forward to that. I remember the beginning. doing well. I you know what I, I remember, remember didn't that movie win Oscars three Oscars yeah yeah I don't remember I, I, that movie doing bad at all or being received badly. 
I, I don't. I just remember it. It, it didn't. I, I didn't generate as much buzz as I thought it would. Like I remember generate. a lot of people were saying it's overrated. I think. I think that's where. I think. I think I heard a lot more of that, and, I, and then also kind of fizzled out. Um, people don't remember it as much, and I think that might have been because of all the remakes of the newer King Kong that a lot of people move it back to the. And also, one. Peter Jackson did it right after Lord of the Rings. So oh, that's like, you know what? That's probably the reason. So that's why. probably a little overshadowed as well. Correct. Okay. Okay, that's probably more the reason. I remember why. that movie coming out. I thought it was a phenomenal movie, and it was like one of the last movies that had a video game adaptation that were really good. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah there was the PS2 version and the 360 version. There weren't too many differences between the two, but I remember renting the game and beating it in one night, and thinking, "Holy shit, this game is phenomenal!" Yeah. And universe, especially for a PS2 game, like that game did a lot of great stuff with it, oh. considering. Nice, nice, nice. And then at Universal during the bus tour. Uh, there's actually a 360 3D little three minute, uh, not really a ride, but I guess it's like an experience nice. kind of, and it's pretty cool. Nice, nice. You, nice. you get spat on by a T-Rex. Already. Not to mention the CGI for its time was really fucking good. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. There I remember. are a few. I did watch it recently, and there are a few green screenshots that stand out. I was gonna but... say I saw one scene recently where I'm just like, okay, so the CGI doesn't hold up as well, but considering where we were with 2005, it still did a. Really there's a lot good of job. stuff that holds up, and there's a lot of stuff that doesn't. Yeah, but it's... the stuff that doesn't hold up isn't bad. No. It's just we we see the scenes now. Yeah. Do you have that in 4K? No. Oh, I have the Blu-ray, but not the 4K. Is it out in 4K? Yes. Mm. That should be. Uh, but should it's um, it's an up convert from the previous master. Nice. Yeah, and it's gotten decent reviews for its transfer. Oh, so it's, it's on my list, but it's not high up on my list to get. Fair enough. Either way, yeah, I think that one is definitely the best out of all the King Kong adaptations. It's it's a very fun movie. I can watch that movie at any point and not be bored. Nice, nice. So so. And I guess I'll start with the one that I actually uh, have stuff to talk about, and that is the 2010 movie Frozen. Never saw that. Not to be confused with Disney's Frozen. <laughs> um, the Disney Frozen has a picture of... Let it uh, go, Zach. <laughs> go, like go like this, please. Nice. <laughs> Do it one more time, Mark. <laughs> Zach, put the mic down. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Disney's Frozen is a Disney princess movie for the kids, <laughs> and has oh, for um, the love of all things unholy, and has some musical numbers in it, as is my understanding. Um, <laughs> as I know it to be, I never saw the full. I, I tried to watch it. I've seen it, and I, 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 why I, would you even try? Uh, cause I was at my brother's house and they have kids and they put Frozen on. You see, that's when you take the nearest explosive device, throw it at the television and just be like, fuck it, I don't care. I just remember I watched like the first 10 or 15 minutes and I just kind of went, this makes no sense. Uh, and I kind of tuned out. Um. Fair enough. But anyway, uh, so the 2010 Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love it. It's about three friends who go on a skiing trip, or a ski resort. To go, they go to a ski nice, resort nice, 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 nice. over the weekend. It's Sunday night. Ski resort closes down for the week, um, and basically they get stuck on the ski lift. It's fucking open water with with and a ski and a ski resort. Essentially, and instead of sharks, it's wolves. Uh, really intense movie. Mm. Um, like it's one of those movies like. 
what's the biggest complaint people have about horror movies? It's they always go, well, they should do this. Well, this is the movie where they actually do the things that you would think of doing. And then this happens. Yeah. And then bad things happen. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's basically just them trying to stay alive on the ski lift. Like, it's cold up there. They have no food. They have no water. There are hungry wolves below them. Uh, it's pretty intense. Like, it's, uh, I did not expect it to hold my attention for the length that it did. Because I, I saw Open Water when that first came out, and I thought that one sucked. Uh, Mark, what did you think of Open Water? I, I never got around okay, to seeing so, it. Okay, so open water, open water is how I feel about paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. You either buy it or you don't. Like, there's no, like, you either go, like, you either get yourself into it, or you're like, this is fucking stupid. The, um, and I think a lot of people, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I know that it's pseudo-based on true story, so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, I, I I don't... I know some people that actually, you know, have gone on those type of tours. I know some people... I mean, Zach, you've, you've done that. You've done something similar where you, where, you, where you go out there and everything else. Like, there's so many safety regulations that happen. I don't even know how the fuck that, that happened. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you go on somebody like a... Ch- there are people who offer, in certain countries, the cheap alternatives... And those safety regulations are non-existent. True, true. Like, I mean, one of the biggest things I've seen in a recent movie is uh, 47 Meters Down. That movie could have and should have been amazing, but it wasn't. It was terrible for a multitude of reasons. But one of the big things, they want to go shark diving. These two guys, they offer to take them on their boat. They do it all the time. It's great. Their boat is a rusty piece of shit. And they mm. have this heavy-ass cage and this old hook that looks like it's about to break. What do you think is going to happen? If it breaks. Exactly. And then poof, you're going down. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's not that it's impossible. I mean, if you take, like, any of the normal tours with, like, regulated people, chances are that's not going to happen. But if you do a cheap alternative with some random person who you've never met before, yeah, there's a high chance that's going to happen. And you know what the funny thing is that, you know, uh, you know something funny? Part two of Open Water had more of a realistic plot than part one did. And um, King of the Hill did it better. The um, I never saw that episode, but essentially the the plot of part two is is, is a group of friends that are on a, a on a huge yacht, um, and this one guy borrows his boss's yacht to impress his friends, and this girl, which what she does is fucking stupid. She brings her kid with her. She can't. She doesn't have anybody to watch her kid, and she just hangs. It's just a baby, right? It's just a baby. Yeah, she hangs out on the she hangs out on the boat and everything else. She doesn't want to be involved, and. This guy, being a jackass, like, grabs her and throws her in the water and everything else. It, being playful and everything She didn't get hurt or anything like that. And then he jumps in and everything else. Now everyone's on the fu- in the fucking water and everything else. Nobody put the ladder down. Nobody put the fucking ladder down. And it's one of those big yachts and everything else. That, that Which, by the way, it sounds really stupid, but anybody can make that fucking mistake. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, like, and it's them trying to get up on uh, back onto the yacht and everything else, which is... It, it's, that plot I got more into than the first movie. Yeah. So um, it was stupid people making stupid decisions but in that a very one's realistic not really scenario. A stupid, like that's just one of those things. It was just, it's just an honest mistake accident. It's a detail that if you don't think literally anybody can make that mistake. Correct, and you know, and if you own, you know, a, you know, you never operated a yacht like that, you would never fucking know, like ever, you'd ever never know that you know that that's something that you have to do. But um, but yeah, I mean, I got more into that than I did the first one. Um, uh, so I, and I never really knew how the, like the story was, you know, fictionalized versus what truly happened and everything else. 
But I mean, it was okay. Um, some people hey, thought it was stupid. Some people really got into it, and some people were like me said, "Ah, it's okay." So and then I there's just, apparently a third one. I was at Walmart reasons. one day, and there was an open water <laughs> triple back. And it's like I had no idea there was even a third one. I need to watch those movies, especially the first one. Um, but yeah, back to Frozen. Really good movie. Uh, the filmmakers really researched everything about ski lifts and okay. the areas. In fact, uh, <laughs> there is a review that came out shortly after when the movie was released. Mm-hmm. What, what, what year was that? Ten. 2010. Was there was there anybody in in there that was um, noticeable? Let me check. Yeah, I was. I'm curious if anybody was uh, notable. In I that just movie. want to point out if somebody skips like halfway through this review. So Frozen, good movie, <laughs> no <laughs> context whatsoever. The um, uh, it's like what? <laughs> you get no likes, and may God have mercy on your soul. They unsubscribe. <laughs> it's like fuck these guys. Fuck it, I'm out. I thought this was a horror podcast. You have Iceman from the original X-Men trilogy. Oh. Really? And he was in a... He, it, all right, this is a random piece of trivia. He was in a... And you have a Kane Hodder cameo. No kidding. Oh, cameo, okay. He it, he was in a Disney Channel original movie drama called In a Heartbeat. That's where he started his career before X-Men. Hmm. It was in 98. It was literally a drama about a bunch of teenagers that are EMTs. That was the that was the fucking plot. Why are and teenagers EMTs? Because because reasons. Oh my god! But it's directed by the guy that did the Hatchet movies, which star Kane Hodder. Um, nice. Has anybody seen those movies? Those are fun I saw the movies. first one. Yeah, those are fun. Um, movies. I I enjoyed the first one, but then it just kind of ended. Hmm. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah, like that. That's my memory of it. It's like I'm enjoying this. It's like oh, he ain't dead. <laughs> and I was like. Uh, okay. You'll get more um, later. Ooh, surprise. But yeah, there was a review for Frozen that was basically the critic was just ripping into it saying, this could never happen. And then it happened for real. Really? No and, shit. And the critic took down his review. Get the hell out of here. When did, when did that happen? It was like right after the movie was released, I think. No kidding. That sucks. Yeah. Um, there's another YouTube channel, Good Bad Flicks, who goes really in, really in depth into the making of Frozen Really good video, mm. and I will put a link in the description of this podcast. And <laughs> you know what? I said do, it. I did it. First. I didn't do it this time. I did not do it this time. I did it first. Oh, don't forget to include the link of uh, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I'm Stephen King, and I directed Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I am high on cocaine. <laughs> high on cocaine. All right, that, that, that's going to just be our regular thing. It's, we're just going to always put the link to the Maximum Overdrive channel in all of our podcasts. I want that movie to become popular. All right, if you have not seen this movie, which, by the way, somebody, I think it was Honest Trailers, actually made a Maximum Overdrive reference um, uh, in the It, um, uh, the It Honest Trailer. He actually, they actually said, this is making me uh, hanker for a, uh, a reboot of Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> The, uh, if that movie gets rebooted, actually, there was it has one. to be directed by really? Stephen King. Wait, there's a reboot? Not necessarily. So, Maximum Overdrive is based on his short story, Trucks. And Maximum Overdrive came out in 86, I believe. But then in 1997, there was a made-for-TV movie also based on the same short story, but they kept the original title, Trucks. So, if you want to get, like, kind of, uh, technical... 
you could say Trucks is the remake of Maximum Overdrive, or you could say Trucks is just another adaptation of the short story, or you could say Trucks is the Maximum Overdrive. All right, so, so folks, this is a running joke between the three of us. This is the most outrage, one of the most outrageous trailers I've ever seen. Yeah, have you seen the movie yet? I have not seen the have movie. Have you seen the movie yet? Nope. So I'm the only one that's actually seen the movie. The movie. Yep. Yes, you're the only one that's... And like, I, I, but here's I, the thing. I, we want to see the movie. It, it, the trailer is better than the movie. I know. That's I know. Fine. We still need to see the movie. The um, uh, It's basically like, I guess, machines are possessed and they start mm. murdering people. That's that's the plot of the movie. And one truck has a green goblin mask on it. Music by ACDC. You also have Yardley Smith. The I'm okay with Lisa this. Simpson, Again, how is this a bad okay. movie? I'm okay with it. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, the, okay. So there's a reason Stephen King hasn't directed anything else. Because no one will let him. Yeah. Stephen King. Stephen King is so high on cocaine in this trailer. His eyes look like a clockwork orange. <laughs> His eyes are they're crossed. Fucking like and they're crossed and they're like he has no pupils. They're all they're fucking so dilated. He's like it's like everybody has has done my hasn't done my movies right. And directed them right. So I'm getting behind the chair in maximum overdrive. And you know what? I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> and he has this huge smile on his face, dude. And I kind of enjoyed it. And he just kind of points at the audience. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and there, in, in between him talking, there's just random clips from the movie that make no sense. Oh, no sense at all. And Emilio Estevez oh, is in it. Uh, yeah. um, uh, and then also... The um uh, the woman who voices Lisa on yeah, the Simpsons yeah is also in it as well. It is insane. It's it, I I almost don't want to see the movie because I enjoy the trailer so much. The um uh, it's it's oh it's so much fun. Either please, way, please there's never it. been a trailer more entertaining to watch ever. Please watch it. Please watch it. You don't have to watch the movie. Just oh watch no, just the watch trailer. the trailer. Just watch the trailer. It is a fun. Trailer, I can't wait to talk about it on the next podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we okay, we've gone through the checklist. We've gone through society. Uh, we've talked about Maxim Overdrive. Um, Zach has threatened to stab somebody. Uh, uh, in case I haven't. The, the, uh, <laughs> there, all right, out of here. It's it's done. Um, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And Brandon is event- the only thing Brandon hasn't done is said okay or hello. I'm sitting on this side next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll reach over. Uh, the, but yeah, I think we've pretty much covered all of our uh, um, nightmare podcast bingo. Uh, <laughs> um, what will they do next? I don't know. I'm crazy. <laughs> Math frozen. Highly recommended. Uh, <laughs> Again, I can't wait till some poor soul skips and just is like, wait, Frozen, what? 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 what, what? Hey, if, if we're lucky, because Frozen's going to be one of our tags now, hopefully it <laughs> in some views. Should get... we put in Frozen 2 just for the extra advertisement? Oh, God. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Can we really be those people? Uh, to be determined. Clickbait. Clickbait. The, uh, anyway, continue, sir. Was there any other uh, any um, other movies or details that you wanted to... Uh... So, I mean, that's really the one that I had the most talk... Like, when I was researching this, I was surprised at how little I had this time. Like, I mean, last podcast... It's a lot. I had a lot to talk about with Night of the Creeps, Night of the Living Dead, and Planet Terror. Yeah. And there were a lot of other zombies after that that I could have 
I talk mean, for another half hour more. I was going to say, I could go on for days when it comes to shark movies, but I want to save that for, like, Shark Week in a couple weeks. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, honestly, though, too, there's a lot of, like, like the, all the B-driving movies, there's a bunch of those that were all animal-based I haven't even seen. You know, considering you're the only one who watched and liked the damn movie, what about Zombievers? That is actually on my list. <laughs> um... Sure. So of course. Zombievers oh, is only we. like an hour and 15 minutes, but it is fun from beginning to end. Um, he said the same thing about Terrorvision. Yeah, he did. Uh, don't watch Terrorvision. Don't. Don't. Except, I just found out Marcus saw it, and he agrees. Yeah, don't ever say it. Right. Oh, it's Except it's Zombieverse is a legitimately good movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, sure it is. Um... So it's about a similar setup to Eight Legged Freaks. Okay. Uh, essentially, there's a truck driving some toxic waste, driven by Bill Burr, by the way. And uh, <laughs> damn it! Really? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. No, I gotta watch it. Just yes, you do. Damn it! <laughs> For the record, for the record, I showed Zombieverse to both Justin and Tristan, and both of them liked it. The, what year was this? 2014? Yeah, oh, this yeah, is yeah. a recent movie. The, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> fairly. So, yeah. trying, trying to put, this used to be stupid. This is stupid. I used to be on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Anyway, get through a wall. <laughs> uh, so they get into a little car accident. I'm not going to say what, because spoilers. But essentially, a drum of toxic waste finds its way into a lake or a river, and there's a beaver dam, and the beavers get into the toxic waste and become zombie beavers or zombievers. <laughs> Meanwhile, there are three college girls who are heading to the lake for vacation. There always are. Of course. And, uh, yeah, one of the, basically they're taking the vacation because one of them, uh, their boyfriend was cheating on her, so it's, they're taking, like, a girl's weekend, essentially. Checklist, checklist, checklist. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, 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 yeah. Do they, <laughs> is, is nudity in this? Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay, there's the, the, the there end. There you go. Um, you've also got kind of a weird redneck hunter there. You've got the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the elderly neighbors. Uh... God, just all the tropes. All of them. They're all there, and they're all great. <laughs> How many times did the, did the girls trip? Did they trip over themselves? Enough times? Sure. Enough times? Uh, the zombievers are great, though. Like, it's all practical effects. All practical. So which one of them gets the beaver? Oh, my God. I have another movie that I totally forgot about. What? Hey, and, uh, can I wait till I'm done Yes, it absolutely okay. can, can so, wait. And then they're actually kind of intelligent, too. So there's one zombie bird that actually cuts the phone line. What? <laughs> what? All right. Now I kind of want you to stop talking about this, because this seems so stupid that we all have to watch it. It is. It's a legitimately good movie. Like, And it surprised me that it only has like a four point something on IMDb. I was like, I don't know why. Because like when I saw, like I first heard of Zombievers, I saw the poster on Facebook. And I actually thought it was a fake movie poster at first. Or it was one of those uh, made-for-sci-fi movies. Mm. But then I actually saw the DVD on Netflix. And I was like, this is real? So I rented it. Don't have to worry about the bathroom. Um, yeah, so I saw the poster on Facebook. And I was like, there's no way this can be real. But of course I saw the DVD on Netflix. So I rented it. And it was legitimately funny. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I can think of is maybe people thought it was supposed to be a serious horror movie, but when you watch it, I don't know how you can make that mistake. I don't know how anybody can hear the name Zombeavers and take that seriously. Yeah, because I mean, you've got Cameron from Bill Burr and John Mayer first thing in the movie. John Mayer's in this too? Yeah, that's awesome. Jesus. He's Bill Burr's co-worker. Of course! Of course he is. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I and th- there's some crazy stuff in like the last act of it. Uh, it's not just zombie beavers. Uh, I'll say that. Oh god. Um, but it's only like an hour and fifteen minutes, and it has fun from beginning to end. Like it uses that entire hour and fifteen minutes. They have outtakes and bloopers right bef- at the beginning of the credits. Then for the remainder of the credits, they actually have a lounge song about zombievers. And then after the credits, there's a brief little scene that I'm not going to spoil. But if you are a sucker for puns, then you're going to love the after credit scene for Zombievers. I am. I am to a degree. Not as much as you, but I, but I, <laughs> but, 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 but I am. It is a Brandon-level pun. At the oh, end. I, need to be, I need to prepare myself for it's that. Not said, it's not something that's said. It's something that's shown. And ah. you have to think about it for a second. Gotcha. It's glorious. I love it. Cool. Uh, the practical effects are great and ridiculous. Uh, there is a good amount of blood in it. Uh, there's some interesting makeup choices in it. I'm assuming rated R. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I really like Zombievers. Um, so yeah, other than that though, just a few other animal horrors that are worth noting that I wish I had more details to talk about them. There's the original Piranha, directed by Joe Dante, who went on to do the Gremlins movies and Matinee <laughs> and Small Soldiers and the Burbs. I just I just watched Gremlins and the Howling. Too. Oh yeah, okay. I should mark. Gremlins but what about Piranha Two, too, done by James Cameron, the greatest pioneer? So anyway, <laughs> oh. but yeah, Piranha. James Cameron. Bird. Piranha is basically the best Jaws ripoff from the seventies. Because Piranha is 78, Jaws is 75, so mm-hmm. basically Piranha is Roger Corman's ripoff of Jaws. Um, except the behavior of the Piranhas in this, despite being genetic mutations, the behavior of the Piranhas is actually more realistic than the behavior of the shark in Jaws. At least according to the author of Jaws. Uh, we'll see. Um, and Peter eventually even said if he knew how sharks actually behaved, he never would have written the book. Mm. Um... But yeah, Piranha's a fun one. Uh, stars um, Kevin McCarthy of the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers fan. No kidding, okay. Yeah. Um, Cujo, Stephen King's Cujo. Uh, Never saw that. The acting, especially from the child actors, is a little dated. I actually think Cujo could use a remake. Hmm. Um, for the most part, the movie was pretty accurate to the book except for one detail that it took a complete 180 from and i don't know if any major studio would ever take a risk on staying true to that aspect of the book um basically the kid dies mm. spoiler alert you got it right but i mean the movie's been around since 83 we'll do um, what they did with it though i think they, they yeah they could probably do it um but yeah, I thought the original Cujo was overall pretty good, if a little dated. It really, the look of it and the feel of it, they definitely capture the feeling of just being trapped in a car on the hottest day of the year. Hmm. Uh, so the tension is there. It's like just, you have this rabid dog 
trapping a mother and her small child in their car and they have no way to get out without getting attacked by this rabid dog. Mm-hmm. Um, mosquito? Uh, sure. Uh, giant mosquitoes, and you also have Gunnar Hansen of the original Texas Chainsaw Man. He's the original Leatherface. Uh, you get him branching a chainsaw again. Uh, Honestly, I, I, if I want to watch Giant Mosquitoes, I'd really go back and watch like the one scene from Jumanji. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's a movie everybody should watch. The uh, the effects have not hold up. Right? No, I was talking about Mosquito. Oh, but yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> that's one that got a reaction from Wes, and we didn't yeah. even finish it. Nope, mainly because I was too damn tired and we I were, needed to get home. We were all I tired was that dead. <laughs> Um, Otherwise, I would have loved to have stayed to finish it. Just, uh, yeah. Mosquito is not a good movie, but it's a fun, bad movie. It I, also has very uh, interesting effects. And scene. Yeah. Um, the naked girl in the tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll leave it to your imagination. Giant mosquito, naked girl in a tent. I'll, I'll leave it to your imagination. Yep. Uh, whatever you're imagining, you're probably correct. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, it's animal related. My last one on the list is Island of La- of Lost Souls, Island of Lost Souls from 1932, which is basically the original movie adaptation of Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, So okay. creating okay. half human, half animal hybrids. Okay, okay. Uh, has Bella Lugosi in it, Charles Lawton as Dr. Moreau. Mm, okay. Uh, very good movie. It's probably the best universal horror movie not made by Universal. Hmm. Or was it made by Universal? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think it was. Um, nice. Man, that one has some good atmosphere. I believe it was shot back to back on the same set as The Most Dangerous Game. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Uh, so yeah, those are my animal slash nature nice. horror movie recommendations. I got one more. All right. It is terrible. Okay. But it is fucking hilarious. And I don't remember the name of it, but if I tell you guys what it is, you'll probably remember it. It's Thanksgiving Day one with the turkey. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes, it is one. That of was the, bad. It is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but that it is so fucking, fucking bad. Awful. It's so bad. I laugh at it every time I see it. It is. And then there was Thanksgiving three. It is terrible. Hold on, that movie got two other movies. No, it did. no, one other movie. There's Thanks Killing and there's Thanks Killing Three. The plot of Thanks Killing Three is about how bad Thanks Killing Two was. They didn't even release it. Turkey's going after the movie. It is terrible. Hold up, what? That is amazing. It is so self-aware. All right. You also get the turkey uh, attaching a chainsaw to its wing and saying gravy. <laughs> Alright, it so I know what we're watching this November. Crazy self-aware. The it literally is about an evil turkey that murders people. That's it. The uh, and it's it's shot like a porno with the same quality of a porno um, from 1971. And I'm pretty sure this was shot in the 90s. Um, it is a it's killing three. It is a terrible movie, but it's it's it, it is so. Laughably hilarious. Thanksgiving, two thousand and nine. Wow. On Amazon Prime. It is. It. It. You know what? It is made to be bad. 
Like, it's made to be Sharknado bad, but it, it, it's... But well, it's just bad, bad. It is bad. It's so bad. But I laugh at it so hard because it's so bad. Um, it is it is ridiculous. Um, it literally... That's all it is. That's all the thing you need to know about the plot. So I'm going to read the plot, the IMDb plot Oh, please, please do. For, this please. Is for Here we go. This is for Thanksgiving 3. Okay, please do. <clears throat> Foul-mouthed villain Turkey carves through the likes of a rapping grandma, a mindless puppet, a wig-wearing inventor, a bisexual space worm, and their equally ridiculous friends on his quest to recover the last copy of Thanks Killing 2. <laughs> I'm sorry, bisexual space worm? Yes. That is what it said. What? I'll leave that up to you to think about. <laughs> okay. Fuck it. Literally, and then all this this dude does is make horrible puns right before Thanks he Thanks Killing th- 3 was funded by Kickstarter and it, where it raised more than $100,000. <laughs> it's not shocking. Making it the highest funded horror film on Kickstarter. That, that makes me laugh and be sad at the same time. The original Thanks Killing was shot in 11 days. Thanks Killing 3 took over 50. Yeah, because they kept running out of fucking money, probably. Yeah, who knows? The uh, it is it is so laughably bad, laughably bad. The, uh, the I would just call it bad. I did not enjoy watching it at all. The the, the 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 level of puns that are in there. I think I think it's one of those movies. It's like society. Like it's ones that you show your friends and watch them cringe. That is what all that movie is good for. That is it. So that's it. I think that's everybody's everybody's films for uh, the uh, natural or animal horror movies. I think that's the list that we were going with. Yeah. So, and then, uh, you want to change the cards? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after this short break, we'll be talking about Mark's question of the podcast and our production advice for the week. Yes, indeedy. And we're back with a cat. Yes. <laughs> the cuddly kid. And of course, I didn't. I didn't put anything in, in there. In there, and I have perfectly. Good I have water, water in mine. I have a perfectly good water bottle, like right there. I have blood in mine. I'm getting that. We know the sec. <laughs> and the souls of children. The uh, oh, souls of children. Yes, indeed. Such a delicacy. So, Mark, what is your question of the podcast? Oh, have you thought about a question of the podcast? I have. Um, uh, and I'm gonna pick an easy one because I'm lazy. Uh, <gasps> So, uh, Brennan uh, doesn't care about that, and Zach is deeply insulted. So, um... I have a cat, so I don't mm. care. And he is the furriest. Uh, what is... Among all the animals that we talked about and everything else, what's, an, what's one animal that scares the shit out of you? Shark. Mm. Fair enough. Um... I saw this humongous spider in Australia once. <laughs> the, all the demons live in Australia. You know, anybody who lives in Australia, you're brave. Good luck! Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, good luck. That is the one place where literally everything wants to kill you. Yeah, like, and, and they say, yeah. yeah, no kidding. And they say it's hard out here in Chicago. It's hard out in the Also, I hate mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Mm, Thankfully, mosquitoes hate me. I get that. I get that. Um, definitely alligators. Um, uh, I'm scared to shit of alligators. 
Okay, Archer. The uh, dude, that is a justifiable fucking fear. So, question: Have you been to Humble Park recently? Uh, no, I'm staying the fuck out of Humble. Actually, I'm staying out of the Humble for many different reasons, and that's just one of them. The, so, uh, in case none of you know, we we filmed this in Chicago, and at the moment, one of the uh, local parks, Humble Park, has an alligator in it. Actually, several alligators in it. They've they've counted more than just one now at this point. Are you sure? I am positive. The uh, it is so fucking hot out in Chicago right now. The alligators are around. That's crazy, because alligators don't normally do very well in our climate. Oh um, my! Uh, it's that fucking hot outside right now. The uh, it's terrifying, um, and you know, and normally, and normally you're afraid of a of a carjacking in Humble Park or a robbery, but no, no, not this time. Fucking alligators. There's alligators in the swamp, man. I just think it's hilarious that of all the places they could have popped up in this city is Humble Park. And there's a lot of like Facebook events. Around it too. Well, here's the best part about it. Have you ever heard the Humble Park legend? What they, no. they flushed uh, flushed a baby alligator. Yep, that legend. Any it's every, a Chicago legend. Every Chicagoan knows that fucking legend about the the. It, but it's in everybody's neighborhood though. Like I've heard it like oh and it no, it's Humble. much more prominent in the Humble Park I area. Do, I've heard it in Humble Park and Wicker Park up north. I've it is a it Humble ever, Park. No, ever, that is a Humble Park ever, thing right there. Whatever. The um uh, but. Yeah, that's a that's a huge legend that they, um, because the other big thing about that is we we have a giant aqueduct system below our city that people have died in, like wandering in. Like we have, it, like the only one that has a bigger system than we do is Vegas. Really? Yeah, that's the only Vegas. One. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas, and I think Arizona, um, like Phoenix, um, uh, Phoenix is a, has a huge one as well for flash floods for obvious reasons. Okay, fair but, enough. Um, uh, yeah. but we but we also have a massive aqueduct system that no one fucking talks about. Um, uh, a whole f- uh, flood, fl- uh, you know, uh, filtration system that's below the city, and that's where the legend started. That they found alligators down there, um, other creatures down there, which I'm shocked that nobody has made a horror movie about. The, I think somebody's done the alligator one before the alligator sewers. I know I've seen that one before, mm, but like long time ago. But it does exist. You can do any movie on the aqueducts of Chicago. There could be a fucking society of cannibals down there, for all we fucking know. Like Chud. Yes. Chud took place in what New York though? I don't know. Probably New York. Yeah. yeah. Either way, Chud was. Uh, <clears throat> Chud sucked. Chud two is absolutely the better movie. Yeah, but I mean, but again, with the aqueduct system, anything can be fucking down there, including alligators or crocodiles. Nah, yeah, who cares? Either one. Um, uh, but yes, I any creature that could be on land and on sea kind of bothers me. The because um, I can't fucking get away from you. Like <laughs> like sharks, I just get out the fucking water. Like you know, or you know, or a lion. I just Here's jump. Like at the very least, I'm sure you could outrun an alligator or a crocodile. They're pretty fucking fast. I know they're fast, but you should be faster. You just need to have more stamina, than right. motherfucker. Um, He's gotta be faster than your friend. Yes, this. Is no, very... those are bears. No, that's also alligators. They both works for both. I didn't. In the water, sure. The uh, it actually uh, tip I learned back when I was in grade school with alligators and everything else. All you gotta do is is run in a zigzag pattern because they can run really really fucking fast straight. But if you go in a zigzag pattern, they'll flip over. <laughs> that's funny that is and, and actually accurate so I do know that but yeah no anything that can get on land it's, you have no fucking weaknesses like fuck you the um uh, you know the only weakness you have is a shotgun to the head and even that sometimes doesn't work yeah I know those scales are pretty fucking hard the uh you know uh, Betty White's ex- ex- actually here's a fun fact have any of you touched a tooth of a live alligator before no I live have alligator no when so when I was like 
five, maybe six years old, my grandfather brought me to this live reptile exhibit. And they fucking Gatorland in Florida. Yeah, and there was a whole bunch of thing there, python, anacondas and stuff. I got to hold an anaconda, it was cool and everything. One dude had this alligator up, and he didn't have the thing wrapped around its mouth or anything like that. And I had the bright idea. I'm just like, I'm going to touch its tooth and see what happens. Boop, the thing's mouth opened, came in my head. I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> and yeah, that was the end of that. I'm like, and I think to myself now, why the fuck was it that thing's mouth just wrapped shut? <laughs> and also, why didn't anybody stop me? Because I went slowly, too. That's the thing. Uh, it was the 90s. It was before anybody really cared about safety of children. Yeah. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Either way, I survived. Yeah. And with you know, and with both arms intact. But yeah, yeah, that would fucking suck. The uh, alligators. The idea of being eaten by anything is, it, is fucking horrifying. Again, the shark one just terrifies me the most. But you know yet what? you want to swim with them. I know, ain't it crazy? Yeah, well, you're crazy, so there's that. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, that's my that's that would be the question of the podcast. Um, uh, figured it's a simple one transitioning. Now we get to talk about um one of our most unfavorite topics of running a um, a film company, but it's it's really fucking necessary. And that's the whole reason we're doing this. Yeah. Um, is social media. Um, and promoting your brand. Zach and I are not fans of it. Brandon is nope. pretty lukewarm about it. Um, or, he just doesn't care. Or, or, I don't know. We're, we're it, it's a it. necessary thing. Yeah. He just bitches about it less than I do. Yeah, I guess so. Pretty um, much. So, so the biggest thing is in today's age, uh, if you're not on social media, you don't exist. It, it's the biggest shtick that's going on right now. Everything is going to a... Um, and he's off. There he goes. And that's the quiet one, too. Uh, the one that barely comes out. But that being said, uh, if everything is transitioning over to an internet-based, web-based distributed system, everything's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. So if you don't exist on those platforms, you don't exist because that's how people communicate. That's how people receive their information, um, and that's how um, you know they live their lives for the most part. Um, I don't know. All of us are not particularly huge fans of it. Um, we appreciate the the ability to connect. It with definitely people. has its place, though. It, yeah, it has its place. I enjoy connecting with people, and I enjoy connecting with um, with people who enjoy what we do. Yeah, um, that's always a good thing. Um, my my advice about yeah. it, and, and it's something, and this is something that really applies to anything in life. True, you get back what you put in. True, essentially, like Very if true. you just see it, at, at, if you just let yourself see all the negatives, you're probably just gonna get nothing back. If you use it as a positive experience. It'll take a while, but you'll probably get something back. It is a good way to keep in touch with fans. It's a good way to let people know what you're doing. Um, it's a fantastic tool, but also you do need to keep up with it. That, that's, that's probably so the part that I think most people have a hard time with. Um, my issues with social media are probably a little bit different from what your guys' issues are. Um I think I think my biggest issue is the is the keeping up with it. You yeah, know, we're, like we're trying to to balance a lot of different things. We're yes. we're working out a production. You know, I mean, Zach's directing. You're behind the camera. I'm you know calling to get yeah, like get a, we get have a, him a production going over pre production with me. Then of course we're on set. Uh, we got me behind the camera. I got to prepare all that stuff. Uh, we've got editing podcasts, editing movie reviews, editing our narratives. 
we're going to have more shows coming yeah, absolutely. pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. More production workflow. Very exciting stuff the coming up. The two of you have full-time jobs outside cool. of this. I My full-time job is basically getting freelance gigs. So it is very tough to keep up with, even when we have three people managing the Facebook and the Instagram. Yeah. That's a really, really big piece of advice, though, if you are doing, you know, all your artistic endeavors and, and you want to get the word out and you are partnering up with other people, create, one of the best, best advice I ever got was was from a good friend, uh, Patrick, um, who's really, really big on social media. He still will will contact me and text me every time I put up a post, say, hey, nice job with that post. I would probably change this. He does it all the time. Actually, he stopped messaging me now because he, he's like, I have, I have no crit criticism for you anymore. I uh, a lot of likes from him. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a huge support. We yeah. thank you, bro. We appreciate thank you. Thank you. The um uh, um oh yeah, and also big shout out to to um uh, to to Victor and, and David. Yes. Um, uh, for being awesome supporters, we appreciate you. You guys are always posting on there, and of course, uh, um, uh, Miss uh, uh, Sarah Tchaikovsky, we appreciate you as well, um, because uh, you're always sharing. Um, uh, the um oh, but the biggest thing is is. Uh, is staying consistent with it. That's I think that's my yeah. that's my biggest thing with it. Oh, it, it is easy to lose sight. Um, but the advice I got though was if you are sharing with people and everything else, link as much social media as you can together so you can only make you can just make one post and share your account with everybody. Especially with Instagram, turn it into a business account and not in into a personal account. Because the business account will actually give you analytics. It'll let you know, you know, how many views you're getting, how many people are interacting with your shit. And the biggest thing is we can share the account and we can have, you know, each other posting different things at the same time. So it's not just one person handling that. It's group effort. Um, and the one thing I love too is Instagram connecting with Facebook. Yeah. Um, it's one of the easiest streamlined things, you know, and then we can easily share from our personals. Um, once you get everything interconnected, things do become easier. But you do got to stay on top of it, though. It, it is important. That, you know, you want people to know your brand. You want people to know what you're up to and what you're into. You want people to know you're active. Correct. You want people, you want people to get to know you. Correct. Because it's no longer faceless corporations. It's basically True. it brings the artist to the audience. Correct. Absolutely correct. The um and and the one thing I will say is and we had an internal discussion about this recently is um, when you're talking to your, you know, talking to your fans, especially when you've linked it, your business to, um, uh, you know, business to business, and then you repost it with your personal, get personal with it. Get personal with the messages and the posts that you make. Um, uh, because if you, sometimes if you just share it, um, especially if it's something landmark-like, um, you want to add a personal message to it. You really do. You want to make, you want to let people let you know that you care about with their enthusiasm towards your project, write something personal on there. Doesn't have to be Shakespeare, but do it. It comes down to if you can't be excited about your own product, why should anybody else be? I'm I'm one of the very few. I listen to the podcast all the time. The uh, Brandon doesn't listen to it because he hates the sound of his own voice. And I just don't have time. Uh, well, that's true too. But um, but when I'm driving in the car, I listen to it because I'm like, like nobody else is gonna listen to it. I'm sure she's gonna listen to it. Uh, just because I want to stay interactive with it. I want to be a supporter of the work that I participate in. So, um, Zach, you're being uh, suspiciously quiet. Anything you want to add? I hate social media. I know you do. The um, but Do you want to talk about the issues of social media a little bit? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, there's, there's there, there are some dangers. There are some concerns correct, that we shouldn't correct. glaze over. It is a it is a fantastic tool if you let it be. Um, Careful who you're tagging in things. Um, uh, you also don't want to spoil things for yourself. Yeah. And then also too, you don't want to you don't want to put in too much personal information. Um, uh, don't don't yeah. be sharing your address and your you know and your personal phone number. Don't put your entire life on Facebook. Essentially, personal personal and business advice. Actually, yeah. The uh, Brandon, anything with I'm, my my thing is don't make stuff up. Don't that's that's important too. Be be excited about your work, share your work, but don't try to make your work look like something it isn't. Um, <laughs> I there's a there's two very successful documentaries on Netflix and. On Hulu, that are all about that topic. The Fire Festival. The Fire Festival. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, can you put a link in the description below for that documentary, um, or at least a trailer for that? Pass me my phone. Thank you. Uh, Ooh, chills. I don't know why. The um, uh, it, make a list. it it is an awesome documentary. It's um, a very interesting documentary. The um, it's actually one of my, one of my favorite documentaries of last year. Um, uh, it is a Fantastic. Actually, I prefer the Netflix one over the Hulu one. Never saw the Hulu. The Hulu I didn't even good. know there was a Hulu one. What? Hulu one's good. They oh, actually at the same time. They actually inter they, they interview him in that in the Hulu. So one. there's a personal interview in that one. There was actually a personal interview with him. How they, did that go? Uh, about as about as well as you think it would go. Oh, okay. The uh, um uh, highly highly recommend it. It's um it's talking about the 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 dangers of social media, especially of the topic of putting shit that isn't real. Yeah. On your the, the, eventually, it'll catch up to you. Correct. Mm -hmm. it, the, you, when when I say you get back what you put in, um, for better or for worse, you do get back what you put in. And if you're just putting out a bunch of lies, it's gonna come back and bite you. Absolutely. People will catch on at some point and go, "Oh yeah, that's probably bullshit." Yeah, the the block you, yeah. the the won't the unsubscribe to you, just just stay out. And, and for me, and it's. There are a lot of people in our business that try to make things look bigger than they actually are. It's just it's um, a lot of there's a lot of bullshit, a lot of bullshit. And it basically comes down to if you're always embellishing, if you're always making stuff up, how can I believe a single word you say? Um, like there have been numerous, numerous um, get ads that I've replied to where the person in charge. <laughs> Is talking about either a Netflix deal or an Amazon deal, oh <laughs> and then like years later, I'll actually hear a story about them again, and it's like, oh yeah, that was complete and total BS. Oh yeah, um, yeah all the time. There, there's nothing wrong with self-releasing something on YouTube or Vimeo. No, there are nothing. a lot of successful shorts on YouTube and Vimeo. There's nothing wrong with just going the festival route. Um, I mean, that's probably the number one thing I've seen. Uh, and there, there's even been a very recent uh, Netflix distribution claim, um, which I mean that one still could be real for all I know. But um, Craigslist, Craigslist hit. Facebook. Uh, this was oh, no the, this was the person who just sent a screen grab oh, of it and yeah, wasn't paying uh, anything. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, which ridiculous. and that's the other thing too is when you say Netflix distribution. Um, does that mean you're actually going to have the Netflix logo in front of your project or is this something where Netflix is like oh yeah if you make this and it meets the requirements we'll just toss it on Netflix for you well so here's another thing to take into consideration especially with Amazon very oversaturated with content 
extremely oversaturated. Yeah, Amazon is a huge, has like, a huge problem with this. Like, it's a it's a dumpster of of just shit movies, crap, independent movies made by people who have no idea what the hell they're doing. No, it's, so when you hear somebody say, "Oh yeah, I got an Amazon deal," that doesn't mean shit anymore. Which I, I don't want to bemoan that too much because I mean, it's if you get something on Amazon, if you get something on Netflix, that is still impressive all of its own. Correct. Uh, I would disagree. There, there are there are companies out there that do buy m- movies that aren't going to go anywhere else, and they'll just like package them together, and it's like, oh, Amazon, you're looking for a package of you need to put you want to put. Um, a hundred new movies on your platform next month. Here's a package of a hundred movies for cheap. Um, statistic movies. I mean, like number. Like I call them like numbers movies or statistic movies. Something to bump up your numbers um, yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Like, oh, we have these many new releases. In, you know, but we're not here to talk about streaming deals and everything, yeah. especially since we haven't even come close to one. Yeah. Yet. No, I no, will no. say though, on a side note, Netflix isn't nearly as bad. It's Amazon that if you hear Amazon deal, who cares? Netflix. A little more, they're probably lying, but still, just just saying. You know? the, um, yeah, and I don't want to talk too much about the streaming deals because we haven't yeah, had that experience. I don't want us to come off as experts on it when we haven't had the experience ourselves. Yeah. But I just want to come back to my thing is probably the number one falsity I've seen on social media is somebody talking about some sort of streaming distribution deal. There's even been one that claimed to have both Netflix and Amazon <laughs> at the same time. Um, and as far as I know, that movie still has not been finished. And I first, I answered the ad about that movie. That would have been the summer of 2017. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so yeah, it's I, I have seen a lot of people talk about distribution deals and ads to try to get people excited about their work to work for the, to work for them for free, mm. which we have our own set of requirements before we work for someone for free which we talked about in our last episode of the podcast check it out um basically that comes down to are you comfortable with the people you're talking to correct Um, if you're comfortable with them and it's a project you want to do don't let anything get in your way of being a part of a project you want to be a part of yeah yeah um and and going back to what you were talking about about the honesty on social media yeah just be very careful what you post on there. Even if you, even if you think like, oh, this is, this is almost gonna happen, or this is most likely gonna happen. Don't post anything until you're hundred percent sure this is gonna yeah. happen. The um, uh, because it's super embarrassing to have to pull that down and stuff. If something gets pulled, out, cause deals get pulled, you know, get canceled for, you know, for whatever reason. Cause the, cause the sky's fucking blue today. Uh, you know, it, it, there's so many reasons why. You know, deals get pulled. So don't, you know, jump the shark with your social media posts. Just be careful on what you post, um, and and stay out of, stay true, stay focused, stay consistent with it. You'll never go wrong. I, I love seeing fellow artists working. Oh yeah, yeah that that's something I do. It, it helps me feel more connected to my filmmaking brethren. Yeah. Um, it, it does help bring the community together. It does actually help weed out who wants to be part of a filmmaking community and who wants nothing to do with anybody else. Uh, it's uh, Social media has actually been very good at revealing... Fil- filtering who, out. Fil- yeah, filtering out who has what intentions. And actually, coming from a person who really didn't care for Instagram at all, 
um, you know, I didn't realize how much of a community is actually on Instagram. Yeah. I had no idea until I started doing the hashtags and becoming involved in it. Like, you know, there's a great one that I love called Set Life. Uh, which just is, is all just behind the scenes footage of people filming. That's yep. it. That's all it is. It's and it's a really there are a lot fun... of supportive people. Yeah, and you'll get likes and supportive comments from people that you wouldn't even yeah think think of. Too. We get a like. You, you get a, you get yeah. a lot of spam likes and spam comments yeah, too. too. But I mean, I've gotten likes and even comments of support from people like literally ha- half on the other side of the world yeah i get we had actually got a message from somebody recently another filmmaker in la um and he actually um messaged us um and then private messaged us uh with a list of fe- festivals to bring our stuff just because they wanted to support us that was it like he just they said hey you know what i appreciate you know you guys are looking good and everything else you know, this is something that we've been successful with. Here's an article with a list of uh, festivals. That was it. Yeah. That was it. I mean, and this, I think the conversation started with him commenting on one of our stuff. And he said, hey, awesome work. You know, if you need anything, let us know. And I said, hey, I'll take you up on that offer. Um, uh, you know, and then he DM'd me with a, a list of festivals. It was a really, really nice um, comment. And actually, you know what? The uh, I'm going to look up who that person was. Are you going to give a shout out? I am absolutely going to give nice. a shout out. Um, uh, the um, I'm going to look up the private message. It was from. Uh, you can read that name. Was this on the Living Nightmares page? Yeah, it was on the Living Nightmares page. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Mika Sudath. Yeah, they. M M I C A H underscore S U D D U T H. From uh, City of Angels, California. Thank you very much uh, for your awesome, um, awesome post um, and helping us out. We really appreciate it. Um, I try to get on there and, and, and like a few things of you as well um, when you do post, but I'm going through right now and liking a few <laughs> things. Um, we really appreciate, I appreciate the extra information. I really do. Um, uh, thank you so much, um, uh, in uh, continuing to support, um, continue to do awesome stuff on your end. Cause it looks like you got a lot of cool shit going on. Um, uh, we appreciate you. We thank you. Zach, anything, uh, as, I know from being a fan of, you know, being somebody who isn't really a fan of social media, you know, have you changed your perspective a little bit on seeing how effective it is? You know, I know you're still not a fan, but I'd be curious to hear what you have to say about like, it. Like, what are some things you like? What are some things you don't like? Yeah. Uh, some of the things I like, I guess, um, it opens the door for a lot of people to see your stuff specifically, okay. if you're lucky enough. One of the things I don't like is how finicky people can get. Okay. It's just one of those things that annoy me. You post one small thing wrong... And the whole fucking world freaks out about it. Shit like that. So, and, and you know what? That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Just be careful. Know your audience. Yeah. Um, know your audience and you just post. I mean, I we we don't ever really stray away from, you know, from talking about what we talk about. Um, so just stay focused on what you do. Don't don't get sidetracked or pull, pushed into to shit that doesn't help you in your endeavors and, you know, creative-wise. Don't just don't get involved. Like there's no reason to get involved in anything that doesn't have anything to do with, um, with your business and your, um, you know what you're trying to accomplish. Just don't get. I would circle that advice back around to just stay positive and everything. That too. Yeah, do your best. 
the um, anything else that you know that you that you thought you know anything you know from somebody who was almost non-existent on social media, and then now that we've had to do this because that's that's how we get the word out about our stuff. You know, have you has anything changed in your perspective? Um, uh, you know, anything that kind of surprised you? Nothing surprised me. Nothing's really changed. I still hold the same ideas and values. I only use what I have to, and I refuse to use Twitter. Fuck Twitter. I don't. I don't think any one of us have gotten on Twitter yet. No. Anyway, so whatever. Nothing but a cesspool. The uh... I've tried Twitter in the past a couple times, but I always end up forgetting about it. Okay. There are probably two Twitters of me out there that I just don't manage anymore. Actually, tw- I only ever used Twitter once, and it did one good thing for me. I created a Twitter account, submitted for the Killzone 3 beta, got in, it was an early tester for the game, and loved it. Killzone 3, if you haven't played it, fully recommend it. Great series. Description in, in the comments below. <laughs> the... Uh... Which is completely unrelated to horror. I, I'm putting a link for what? Zach? Killzone 3. Great first person shooter on the PlayStation 3. Wow. You have to go back a generation, but let me tell you, it's worth it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, any last minute thoughts on, on social media and how it, and how it's good for us? Um, Even though we don't like it? <laughs> ever since starting Living Nightmares, I've actually been very surprised at how good it's been. Me, so have I. Um, I will say... Especially is, since I, I am... I, mean, I was going to say... Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm just going to say we haven't gotten a negative response yet, and that's no. been the biggest positive and nicest thing. Granted, we're not as popular yet, but still nobody has said, you guys fucking suck! So, yeah, thank you for just, you know, positive vibes, positive response and everything, and if there has been any criticism, it's been very constructive, very polite and everything like that, so... Correct. Which, if we are doing something terrible, you've let us know in the proper way, and we appreciate it. We certainly do. Now, um, I'm going to let Brandon continue. Yeah, and I, I've just been surprised that ever since giving it a serious shot, just how positive it's been, because like I said numerous times before, I'm 100% freelance. I, I rely on a lot of things to get me gigs, and one of those is actually social media. Mm. Um, and as I said earlier, it's a great way for me to see what other people are doing and stay connected with other people that I might want to follow or keep an eye on because their work looks interesting. But if I'm doing that, that also means there are a lot of people looking at my work. Of course. And I have gotten a few gigs because people have interviewed with me and then they look at my Instagram. They look at my Instagram and it's like, okay, he actually does work and he looks happy doing it too which um, you are so it's i i have actually gotten gigs before because of social media now i don't really have a huge presence at all i only have less than 200 followers but i'm thankful for every one of them um and yeah and it's it's an excellent way to get you out there of course uh, your work you as a person, um, if there are pictures of you working, people can see how you look working. It's, do you look happy and confident, <laughs> or do you look like you just don't want to be there? Um, so it, social media does, it, social media, the, the dark side of social media seems to be it's an easy mask to hide who you are, but it is also an easy way to show others who you really are, too. Yeah, it's very true. And that just comes back to the same thing I've been saying ever since we started this conversation. 
what you put in, you get back. Mm. You know, and the funny... Th- hey, go ahead, Zach. I was going to say, I will say I have had... Out of all the social media um, outlets I've used, Instagram has probably been the most interesting. Yeah, it definitely is interesting. It's definitely the easiest to use because you're just posting pictures and stuff on there. It's not really about commenting and stuff. It's just about posting your art. So that one, I probably hate the least. <laughs> fair enough, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, um, I mean, I, it, it is amazing me how quickly I got a somewhat decent following, like within... I started, like, I used it, I, I started using it the night we were shooting episode two of Living Nightmares, and right off the bat, I got, like, 30 or 40 followers, I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Um, and I know so many And people. I know I'd probably get more if I posted more frequently, I post once maybe every couple of days, if that. Um, like, the other day when I took my trip over to the Shed Aquarium, I shot some stuff um, in the Wild Reef exhibit, and I may have kind of made it look like I was swimming with sharks, even though I wasn't. I wish I was, but I wasn't. And I got a whole bunch of people just liking these posts and everything, just being like, oh, sharks are great. Yo, these are some great shots and stuff like that. I'm like, that was nice. <laughs> Why aren't you following me so I could advertise living nightmares, though? Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, and also, too, just some some of the, like, the statistics were mind-blowing. I don't, again, I don't know how accurate some of these statistics are, but sometimes I look at Facebook and I see how many people that like have scrolled past this or have, have, have been reached by our post, I mean, our highest one is 3,000 people. Um, uh, 3,000 people were reached, yeah, reached, and everything else. Um, uh, you know, yeah, a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to even dream of that number. I mean, you know, I funny enough, it's not even, it's actually not even close to the amount of people. I had a previous YouTube channel, it was a React channel. Mm-hmm. Um, 45,000 people have seen my face. I was gonna say, does this, um, that was the, it was the Bali, the Bali World, um, uh, tra- trailer reaction. Um, channel that I was in a while did, back. So this wasn't kindergarten cop, kindergarten cop part two, and um, what was it? The Stewart? What, what was that show that? Oh, the um, uh, oh, um, the, uh, it wasn't the soup. It was um, uh, the bisque. The bisque. The bisque. There you I, go. Missed, I missed doing the, the bisque. fucking bisque. And, that, that, um, it actually was not the bisque. Um, oh, so that wasn't that YouTube channel. It was. The, it was a different YouTube channel. Same. Same crew. Um, uh, but so you've been on three YouTube channels now. I have been on three YouTube channels now. Interesting. Um, actually, I've probably been on more. Um, I was in another. That's right. Yeah, other was, shows and stuff. I was at yeah, other shows, and I've been a lot of shit. Um, uh, the uh, but yeah, the most the most people that have ever seen my face has been like 50,000 people. That's amazing. Um, in a in a trailer reaction video, how long they actually watch this? You know, our, our reactions to this stuff, I have no idea. But um, uh, it's it's certainly a um. Uh, The, um, I'm, I'm curious now. He's, He's going to look for it so we can put a link in the description. The um, uh, Do you want a link of this to the description, Mark? No, I okay. don't. Um, unfortunately. I think the audience does. You know, I'm pretty sure Sarah will want to see it. Um, that was a long time ago, man. And I actually didn't even have... He's purposely not going to find it so we can't find it. Yeah, I mean, I'm over his shoulder. I'll let you know if he actually finds it or not. I mean, that one was, um, uh, was 28,000. The um uh, oh there it is that's the other channel I don't even know if he still has some of these other ones oh that was that was the one actually it's it's um yeah eighty eighty four thousand Jesus Christ yeah, eighty four thousand no, and what was this a trailer reaction for um uh, some uh, um a Bollywood movie the um uh, and um uh, it was eighty uh, eighty four thousand views. 
on Super. Yeah, it's, it was a channel called uh, Super View. Hmm. The um, which I was not allowed. I, I wasn't allowed back on that channel. Um, anyway, um, moving on. Story for another time, if any. Yeah, if any. So, um, uh, but yeah, but I mean, it, it is amazing how quickly. Um, you can get the word out about whatever you're doing. Um, there are that many interested people out there for this stuff. Again, those statistics are if they scrolled past it. Um, but that one actually got about 400 um, interactions. Yeah. So somebody actually clicked on it. 400 people clicked on it. So, I mean, that's still a lot of fucking people. So, highly, highly recommend um, uh, you know, that particular um, uh, the particular video. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely good fucking shit. The um, uh, you know, I, it's it's good to get on social media. Get on. So I definitely like it a lot more now than I did a couple of years ago. I think we all had a, a misconception of what it was, and and I, I don't think the misconceptions there. We're just playing it safe. Mm, fair enough. Fair social enough. Social media it's is a force that can be used for good or evil. I'm gonna go with good. I'm gonna go with both. We're choosing to use it for good. Yeah, we're choosing to use it for good. That's, yeah, that's just us, though. Yeah, yeah that is, in fact, us. So, that being said, gentlemen, you want to uh, close it out? Zach, any, any final thoughts? Squirrels. Squirrels, as per usual. Brandon? Thank you for watching our first video podcast. Yeah, it's our first video fun. podcast. Hey, it's only gonna get better from here. Here is rock bottom. This is where we go from we here. We really should paint these walls red. You think our landlord would let us do it? That is a good question. The answer is probably no. Well, yeah. we should ask him in an email. See if he'll let us do it. I mean, we're gonna have to fix the wall anyway. So and these are the best friends I have. The uh... <laughs> all right. So he rolled a die. He got a one. Yeah. Thank you, Stanley. Um, uh, oh, and hey, we made a, Stan, a Stanley Cooper joke. We can check that off for the uh, podcast bingo. Uh, all right, folks. Well, hey, thank you so much for our uh, for watching our first video podcast. Um, it's been an awesome time, and stay tuned for all of our wonderful content. Please like, subscribe, and share all of our great content on the Living Nightmares YouTube channel. And in addition, uh, uh, give us a like on our Instagram and Facebook. Uh, more likes we get, the more often we can spend doing this and only this, opposed to those full-time jobs we just talked about, and then Brendan's freelance, which I'm pretty sure he'll still do. Um, uh, so thank you as always. We appreciate you, um, and then we will talk to you soon. Catch you later. Peace, yo. <laughs>